Merry Christmas! Well, one Christmas custom that comes to us from the Irish is to place lighted candles in the windows of your home. This custom came about during the English persecution of the Irish, so Catholic churches were closed in Ireland and priests went into hiding. They would secretly visit Irish Catholic homes at night and offer these clandestine masses. Well, the one dream of every Irish Catholic family would be to have a priest visit their home for Christmas and celebrate Mass. So they placed lighted candles in their windows in the hopes that if a priest was in the vicinity, the priest would see the candles and know this was a safe home and be guided to their home by the candlelight. Well, the Irish told English soldiers that while they were placing these lighted candles and keeping their doors unlocked to welcome Mary and Joseph and Jesus at Christmas. And in some ways, what they were telling the English was true. They wanted to welcome Christ into their homes in the person of the priest, but most especially in the most holy Eucharist. Well, like those Irish longing to be visited by a priest, we come here tonight longing for God. God has actually placed a desire, a longing for himself in each human heart. Yes, we come here seeking God, but on Christmas night, we celebrate that God came seeking us. God visited his people. In the person of Jesus Christ, God has visited his people. Jesus is true God and true man. He is Emmanuel, which means God with us. So tonight, we really celebrate a meeting of two thirsts, our thirst and longing for God But first and foremost, God's thirst and longing for us that led God to leap out of heaven and be born in the flesh as a babe at Bethlehem. Now, for those Irish Catholic families, it was personal. They wanted the priest to visit their home. Well, tonight, God comes to us personally. He wants to visit your home and enter your heart. My favorite verse of the Christmas gospel is when the angel announces to the shepherd, today in the city of David, a savior has been born for you. A savior has been born for you. It's personal. God came to visit you and me and to enter each one of our hearts. Now, our reaction might be, you got to be kidding me. My life is a mess. Well, tonight we celebrate that Jesus was born into a mess. He wasn't born into a luxury hotel. He was born in a manger with stinking, smelly animals. God entered into the messiness of our world. I want you to listen to the words of Pope Francis from his Christmas message. Our Holy Father says, Dear sister, dear brother, never be discouraged. Are you tempted to feel you were a mistake? God tells you, no, you are my child. Do you have a feeling of failure and inadequacy, the fear that you will never emerge from the dark tunnel of trial? God says to you, have courage. I am with you. Have courage. I am with you. There is no one beyond the reach of God's love. God came to save the world. And the name Jesus means God saves. Jesus is the one person whose sole purpose in being born was to die. Jesus came on a rescue mission to die on the cross and pay the price for our sins so that we might live in newness of life. God came to save you and me. No matter what we've done, new life, forgiveness is possible in Christ Jesus, and his forgiveness is not cheap. It costs Jesus his life. 
Now, we might be thinking, well, all this sounds pretty good, but I just wish I lived 2,000 years ago and I could have encountered Jesus and welcomed him into my home and into my heart. Well, here's the good news. Jesus is alive. Jesus is risen and death has no more power over him. Now, through the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus is present to us everywhere. He's present here in Leewood, Kansas. He's present here to each one of us at St. Michael Church. The God of history is present in mystery. Jesus comes to us through the sacred mysteries, the sacraments of the church. If for whatever reason we've fallen away from the faith, Jesus meets us in the sacrament of reconciliation. Jesus told St. Faustina, when you approach the confessional, know this, that I myself am waiting there for you. We encounter the Lord in confession and Jesus touches our soul and heals us and forgives us of our sins. And we are prepared then to meet Jesus here in the Most Holy Eucharist. Every time we celebrate Mass, we're celebrating Christmas. God becomes present in the flesh upon this altar. The same Jesus, born in Bethlehem, comes to us right here in the Holy Eucharist under the appearance of bread and wine. One of the most beautiful cathedrals in the world is Chartres in France. It's known for its stained glass windows. In the window depicting the nativity, you see Joseph and Mary, but instead of Jesus laying in the manger, the artist shows the baby Jesus laying on an altar to remind us Jesus comes to us here. He is the bread of life. Interestingly, you know, the word Bethlehem means house of bread, and Jesus was laid in a manger, a feeding trough for animals. There were signs at his birth that he would give his body as food for the world. Now, what happens when we allow Jesus into our lives? Well, lots of good things happen. I just want to mention four quickly. First, we find peace. If we're honest, a lot of us have a kind of a restlessness in our hearts. We're chasing after the things of the world, thinking we'll find our fulfillment in these clothes or having the latest shoes or taking this vacation or eating this food or drink or streaming these movies and on and on. And underneath all the busyness of life, we find that we're really not at peace. Well, Isaiah tells us in the first reading that the Messiah, Jesus, is Wonder Counselor, God Hero, Father Forever, Prince of Peace. When we allow Jesus into our hearts and into our lives, we find the peace that we all yearn for. Second, when we allow Jesus in, our burdens are lifted. We realize, I don't have to do it all myself. I can let Jesus do the heavy lifting. I can rely on him. Jesus beckons us. Come to me, you who are weary and burdened. Let me refresh you. My yoke is easy, my burden light. Third, when we let Jesus in, we find freedom from sin. We do not have to live our lives in slavery to sin. Freedom is possible in Christ Jesus. If we don't believe Jesus can free us from our sin, then we empty the cross of its saving power. Finally, when we let Jesus in, we find life, eternal life. We share in the very divine life of God. 
Think about this. In the person of Jesus, God and man came together, and now man shares in the very divine life of God. This is how much God loves us. He wants to share his very life with us. And when we are filled with the life of Christ, we can't contain it. We're overflowing with joy, and we have a sense of purpose and meaning and mission in our life so that we go forth from here and share the good news, and we make the love of Jesus known by the way we love others. Brothers and sisters, let's light a candle, like those Irish, to welcome Jesus into our homes. But most important, we light a candle in our soul to welcome Jesus anew into our hearts My prayer for all of us this Christmas is that Jesus will be born anew in each one of our hearts. Merry Christmas to all of you.